Feeding your biome to support your immune system is what we're going to talk to today with one of my earliest guests, Natalie Woodman. Natalie was on episode eight. Oh, wow. And where are you now? Episode... I just recorded 138 today. So there we go. So I thought I'd take the opportunity to have a quick chat in amongst all the chaos that's going on to have a discussion about the biome, the immune system, and if you've got any quick um, tips, thoughts, suggestions, and do that. I can, I can, definitely. So a lot of this is about um, getting back to the basics. So yeah. I, it's getting back to the basics. So one of the things is just, just in a snapshot, we're more microbe than human. Yes. Okay, so you know, 110 trillion cells, uh, 100 trillion are microbes, 10 a trillion. They don't weigh very much, so you can't blame them on weight gain. But anyway, those microbes do everything. And we know now that they operate the immune system. So 80% of your immune system is operated by your gut microbiome. Yeah. So everyone's like, well, where do those things live? What do I give them? How do I help them to do that? And it's very simple. If they flourish, if your biome flourishes, you flourish. If they struggle, you struggle. And that's yeah. a really good thing to think about. Think about it as your garden outside. Yeah. Okay. So if it struggles and it can't produce food, so farmers, if that those crops struggle, then yeah. we struggle, we can't get it. Yes. Okay, so thinking about it the same way. So when we feed our body fibre, so that's the main constitute. This is not about being vegan. Yeah. This is not about being meat eater, but whatever. We're just saying, what is it that feeds these guys yeah. so that they can help the immune system? And it's fibre, and that comes in plants. Yeah. Okay, so I'm predominantly plant-based. Yeah. Um, and if I do grab a piece of meat or egg or whatever, I'm more worried about what it was sprayed with, what it ate. Yes. You know, all that sort of stuff. So it's it's plants. So it's, you know, fruit, vegetables, um, nuts and seeds, some grains, all those sorts of things. But the biggest thing is that what people freak out is, and you'll see it on, I've seen it now rolling on social media, which is, you know, one yesterday was about eating artichoke leaf and um, something, I don't even think you could get it here You'd have to probably tra tra go to the Amazon jungle for that one. But these wild things of, you know, and we've put it into a supplement for you. So don't worry, you won't yeah. have to, you know, track it to Deal the Amazon, put those boots on. You could do that. Um, but it's actually fibre is in everything. Your apple, your banana. You don't need a specialised berry or a yeah. specialised food, your sweet potato, your compound rice, powder. compound powders, all the rest of it. So... Plants go into both um, into two categories, which is prebiotic and probiotic. Right. And so think of prebiotics as fibre. And a lot of people go, oh, it's chicory root and Jerusalem artichoke. Again, we've got to specialise it. But prebiotic is just fibre, fertiliser, that feeds these little guys. So think about little seedlings in your garden. Yeah. What feeds them is the water and the, um, and the sunshine and if you put on a bit of, you know, I don't know, blood and bone or sea salt or whatever, that that's like prebody, it's fibre for the food to help them grow. Yeah. So what they do is they take that fibre, so the fibre, you eat it, yeah. it goes all the way down your digestive system. It's basically um, what we call resistant to digestion. Yes. So the glob of fibre. So you know how you juice? Yeah. You juice, 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 and you drink your juice. So you basically, I'd throw away the juice and eat the... <laughs> the mass of fibre. So I'm only joking, I wouldn't throw that juice. But anyway, the fibre comes down 
arise down in your large colon, which is about where 70% of your microbes live. Right. They're sitting there, they're waiting for a feed, they go, hallelujah, here's some fiber. They take that fiber, they ferment it, they produce short chain fatty acids, which are like glitter for the body. They travel around the body and, and they help with the immune cells, so 80%. Right. So they help with immune cell a uh, activity. Yes. And what does your immune cell system does? It creates natural killer cells yes. to kill bacteria, viral, all the rest of it. So when you give it what it needs, it does its job. Yes. It's not a question of a specialized thing. And then we've got probiotic foods, not probiotics capsule, because yes. people make the mistake of having a probiotic capsule. But unless you've got food, it doesn't it doesn't work. Probiotic just comes the probiotic just comes in, busts open, helps basically pre-ferment that fibre and helps and passes it on to your own natural biome, your lactobacillus rhamnosus or bifobacterium lactus. Yeah. I know, I'm showing up, sorry. So that's what it's doing. So it's of no use if it hasn't got something to eat. Yes. So probiotics are best in the form of things like kimchi or sauerkraut that you can buy or make very easily, yep. um, coconut yogurt, things like that. So that's what I have on a daily basis. I mix it up. Again, if the, the, this little garden inside you relies on having good function, evenness, uh, diversity, yes. and richness. Yes. So just like your garden, right? If you give too much of one type, so you've got your basil and your oregano, right? Yeah. Oregano likes lots of sun, but your basil doesn't actually like that much sun, half shade, half whatever. Yes. So what happens is if you just nuke it with one thing all the time, which a lot of people make this mistake with fiber, they go, oh, I heard, um, you know, artichokes were pre-bodied the thing and they guts double down what you're doing is shining this bright light on everything in your garden oregano boosts up basil dies off and you also need that evenness and richness amongst all the beneficial gut flora you don't want one more than another because then one dies off you're out of balance and because they all perform different functions like you know, with serotonin, produce, production of serotonin to make you feel good, um, your immune system, uh, uh, helping to metabolize nutrients that you eat. It's really important to have that variety. And that comes, so when people panic by down those aisles, yeah. I mean, it hasn't really worried me because I always shop in the other section, which is all your fruit, your vegetables, things. So you can make things like, for example, I made today, I just got Zucchini, sweet potato, um, cauliflower, carrot, apple, garlic, chomped it all up, put it in the oven, baked it for 20 minutes, cooked some lentils on the side, rice on the side, put it all together with a bit of cumin turmeric, blitzed it in the food processor, and I made little, uh, little I call them bone boosting bombs for the, for the kids, baby. So I really pureed it for my, my granddaughter who's eight months. Yeah chunky for my um, toddler granddaughter, two and a half, and the other ones I'm making into patties and I'm covering with seeds, crushed seeds, and I'm gonna make patties for burgers and things like that. So there's a real mix there, rather than just the one. So what I would say to people is just mixing it up. 
Yes. So I have fruit salad in the morning and there, there might be pineapple, melons, nectarines, um, berries one day and then the next day it'll be something different, some yeah. grapes, whatever. So it's the diversity you're looking at, not yeah. just to have one type of, of food. Yeah. And considering those foods have also got the macronutrients of, you know, protein, you know, fat, carbohydrates. Yeah. Uh, when we're uh, looking at micronutrients, you know, your trace minerals, your zinc, your iron, whatever. Then they're all different in different balance and with different food. So you can have those. So it's predominantly plants. And if you so wish, a little meat on the side. So big Asian green stir fry as it is with a bit of basmati rice. Yeah, well, but if you want to whack in a few beef strips, well, so be it. So be it. Um, but also another one is that you know little tricks that I do is I'll cook a, and it's also too because I'm busy and everyone's busy. I will uh, get three cups of basmati rice, cook it all at once, divide it into containers or whatever, yeah. and put it in the freezer. And that's easy to add. But one of the bonuses is that. What often happens with things like potatoes, um, rice, uh, uh, what's the other one? Oh, anyway, is that they become, when we cook them and cool them, there's a process called retrograde something or other. Again, I won't show off. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, it becomes resistant starch. Right. Okay? Resistant, you go, well, how's that going to work for me? Well, resistant means it becomes resistant digestion in the stomach and the small intestine. Again, it reaches the large intestine where all those beneficial gut microbes right. are sitting there and they're like, woohoo. So it becomes a thing of, well, it's easier to cook it all at once. Yep, and it's more beneficial. And it's more beneficial. But that doesn't mean that when you eat regular rice that's just been cooked and it's hot, you're destroying your biome because it's that, again, it's, it's a starch, it's very good. But it's doing something different. So it's really about that variety. So I think that's the biggest thing is don't freak out. You know, just grab a couple of apples, some green, some red, some yeah. nectarines, things like that. You know, make a nice big veggie stir fry. Um, if you want to throw in some, you know, corn spears, you know, they're in a can or something. But you don't have to rely on, if you haven't got pasta, you're not going to die. If you haven't got, yes. hey, it'd be nice to have a bag of rice, but anyway. Um, yeah. But yeah, you only need a very little bit about it. But I think that's my biggest one is to that you can get the food. This is not. So let's not worry about yeah. the shelves that are all empty. No. Let's go and double down in the fruit and veg section. Yeah, yeah. With lots of different things. Take an apple to you know eat an apple, a couple of apples one day, some grapes the next, some bananas banana. next. That's right. And you know the, oranges. the farmers aren't being affected. So this food supply of all this fruit, veggies, and it's still coming. Yes. So we don't have to worry about that. Mm. Yeah. Superb. So that's one of the big ones I do. Um, and another one is is to, I suppose, you know, sleep is a really, I mean, it's always top of my list. Yeah. Having sleep deprivation with kids for a long time. Any parent will understand that. Yep. Understand that? Indeed. Yep. So um, sleep is a really big one, but on a, a, apart from just... You know, being able to relax and curl up and that's just a really wonderful thing for your, for your mind is that one of the things that the body does really well when we sleep and we're not eating yeah. is we're, we're, we're intermittent fasting. So this is a buzzword that people go, oh, I've got to intermittent fast. Well, you are intermittent fasting by not eating yeah. at night. 
every day. So you don't have to panic and you don't have to make it a part of this routine or how many hours and all the rest of it. How it was generally worked out of the ideal period of intermittent fasting, which was about 14 to 16 hours, was that most people actually finished eating at about six or seven. They woke up the next morning and then they started eating about nine or 10. And that was a natural intermittent fast. And one of the things about it is that the body does a process called autophagy at night when you're you're sleeping or when you're not eating. And what is that? That's the cleanup. So think about it, you're cooking, you finish cooking, well, you've got all that mess on the counter, you've got to clean up, wipe the counter on the rest. And that's what the body is doing at night. So it's getting rid of oxidative, like the rust, oxidative stress, these little electrons that are going around, it mops up those, it gets rid of damaged cells, cells that are carrying too much junk and all the rest of it, and cleans them out. And that's what happens when we sleep. And what happens actually is that virus infected or bacterially infected cells actually um, ping off these things called interferons, which are signaling proteins. And what that does is it activates another healthy cell to go, oh, that one's infected. We will go in, clean and sort it out. Those things are heightened when we give the body the time to do that. Now, we're not talking about any miracle here. We're not talking about anything different. Yep. Unless if you are all night working or eating, then I would just say, you know, calm it down a bit earlier. Yep. Finish your eating, cup of tea, uh, herbal tea, because you don't want to keep awake with caffeine. And when you wake up in the morning, maybe, you know, just count and think, okay, that was about 12, 13. You don't have to be exact. The body's not going, oh, 12 hours. We don't. We don't work unless it's 14 to 16. The body doesn't work that way. So working on on that, so that's always really important to me. I don't use sleep apps. I don't use anything like that. Mm. I do have my phone on Do Not Disturb in the other room. Um, And I have it set so the kids can tell that'll come through, but nothing else. And I just go to sleep. And I don't fill my brain with stuff on the media or scrolling through Facebook or all those sorts of things. Um, Leading up to sleep. Yeah, I just, you know, sort of really ease into it. So, and when you wake up as well. Yeah, and when I wake up, you know, I get up, I and I generally I, I, I have lemon blend, which is just basically, I blitz a whole lemon, a couple of lemons. Yes. Keep it in the fridge, peel, pith. The works. Pips, the whole thing. Take a spoonful of that, put a bit of warm water and just start my day there. Yeah, and I sit outside on the on the veranda or with the cats around me with a bit of sunlight. Vitamin D is great for your immune system. I suppose the message is that you know you don't pills and powders can throw things out. You know you think people think more is better, but it's not. It works actually against you. It's you know and taking away that panic of what should I eat? What should I do? Powder uh, 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 just. Walk down. I walked down to the shop the other day. I just needed some spring onions. I went and got a bunch of spring onions. And I walked home. And there was no panic. Mm. And we'll all be fine. And people will help each other out. Yeah. Have done before when we've been through these things. And I have enough. I've just only seen, I suppose it's what you look, but I've only seen smiles and nice things. Mm. And But yeah, so they're the things. And, and as well as I practice we've talked before about like digestive dominoes um 
what you eat is one thing, what's assimilated is another thing. So this panic, quick eating, things like that, just doesn't work for the physiological process of digestion, absorption yeah. and assimilation of the nutrients, fibre going through. So I really, you know, a lot of people say to me, oh, I'm too busy to eat. And I'm like, well, I don't know what you're doing. But anyway, I don't think, unless you're yeah. in surgery and you can't eat. But um, it only, I've timed it, you know, it takes eight to 10 minutes to eat a meal doing nothing else. Yes. So I just take that time to go outside or away from the desk or not scrolling emails or things like that. Everything's away and I sit down. Mm. And I look, the thing is, is, you know, I'm saying these things, but I don't get it right all the time. Other times I'm sitting there, I warm something up, I'm like that and go through emails, I'm stuffing at my face. Yeah, we're all guilty of it. It's, it's, but it's not a but, big deal. This is the yeah. things all the time, you know, it's when you, you know, I, if, if you're having this variety of plants and you're, and you're sleeping well and all the rest of it, then every so often when you do, you know, I'm eating like a hog at the, you know, in front of my computer and stuffing it down and like, oh God, that was a bit too fast or didn't get as much sleep or feel like a packet of salt and vinegar chips. They're not killers. They're no. not destroying anything when the basis of it is strong here. Correct. So the predominance, not the obsession, mm. They're more like a holiday than your home destination. Yeah, yeah, great, great analogy. So it's it's just, and so if you're sitting on the other thing, you don't you're have to... you on holiday to, all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you don't have to get into the obsession of this diet, this way, this I have to, this... It's nothing about that. And it doesn't matter if you end at the at the end of the day and something went wrong because the body doesn't see, you know, when people get this counting of... Um, macronutrients, I count my protein. The body doesn't count that way. The, the liver will store proteins, it'll loan it back to you, it'll, it'll use yeah. them, in the, 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 the body will store glucose and in times of need it'll use that and if there's not enough it'll break down the proteins and it, it finds a really great way to go, oh right, you haven't got enough of that, I'll oh, give you a bit of, yep. we've got it all organised, we've been doing this a long time, we, we know what to do. So this whole thing of macronutrient counting and calories and that it's not how the body works this is how what humans have done to create a market that can be saleable yes we can sell you this so that creates that yes body doesn't know it's 24 hours yeah. you know you didn't get oh you didn't meet your protein requirements today well you're going to drop dead i mean i remember talking to my nana about you know um she was 94 when she passed and um and she said, oh, what are you doing? And um, I told her I was studying like nutrition and uh, naturopathy about the gut microbiome and that was my thing. And she goes, what about nutrition? I said, oh, well, you know, about protein and fiber. She's like, what's that? You know, she didn't know those things. The woman was healthy. She Italian Mediterranean diet, beans and legumes, a bit of pasta, a bit of this, you know. Uh, quite funnily, very predominantly plant-based when you look at these cultures, yes. the Japanese, the Greek, the Italians, whatever, predominantly. Yes. So eating lots of plant, eating a huge variety. So she didn't know about any of that or a macronutrients and she was fine. Yes. When we get that obsession, I think... With what her body was asking for. And I think it's what you listen to. So some days I'll feel like kimchi on rice and other days I don't want it and I have something else. So... You know, the the gut does, you know, when they say follow your gut, the, if you allow it and you listen, it will tell you. Mm. But it's, 
ability to help your immune system naturally is. It doesn't mean that you won't get a flu or a cold or whatever. That's natural part of it. It's your ability for your immune system to react, to head into action and to fight it off. Yes. The healthiest person can get a flu. I mean, there's there's different varieties and strains all the time as what we've been faced with, with here, with yeah. COVID-19. So it doesn't mean that because I get it, I'm weak or whatever. In fact, it's it's a very natural thing to, to, to get that. But yes. it's just being in the best state of health to yeah. manage that. Um, so yeah, I suppose that's that's the main. I mean, it's main. not much of a different from the norm. Yes. Um, but I suppose it's you know get down the fruit and veg aisle. Make sure you're sleeping. Yep. Bit of vitamin D. Yep. Chill out while you're eating. <laughs> Go yeah. for a walk. Don't yeah. Do yeah, and nature is a really good one. So again, you know, look, you know, forget about heading into gyms and doing these workouts and all the rest of it because that extreme thing anyway is it creates a systemic inflammation which you don't want to do when the body's trying to do the opposite so getting out we know now that getting out in nature going for a swim at the beach if you don't like swimming go for a walk around the mm. forest or a lake or a river or you know or even if you like to be outside and walking up and down the streets and looking at houses or whatever but it's the nature don't plug in plug out don't plug in and go that. Leave the phone at home. It's At first you really feel, I know when I first started doing it, I thought, oh, you know, like the world's going to end and what if someone can't go in contact with me or whatever. Or yeah. I've got to always be having music in. Leave Stimulations. it. Yeah, just leave it and sit with it. Let things come in, flow in, flow out. Don't worry about it. So very much is getting out and about. But if, you, you know, if you're, you're having to isolate, there's great things on, you know, uh, yoga videos or come and help me install a couple of baby sits. That was about 45 minutes of yoga in the car. My leg <laughs> was on the back seat. My arm was up there. I was trying to hook in. Uh, but, you know, it's it's those basic things. And you yep. can at home. You know, we often do on our front veranda, get our phone there and we'll do a video and put our mats there and we'll, we'll do that. There's great people yeah, online yeah. sharing some really... Yeah, you've sort of got to be a bit creative. But um, the... I think it's very natural. I don't. I don't think there's a panic going on. I think it's a fear when it's the unknown and we don't know. Mm. But you don't know, so there actually isn't. You know, there's no point being fearful. It doesn't. Again, stress is really bad for the biome. Yes. As much as you're putting in all of this good stuff, if you're getting in this heightened amount of stress at the time, it causes all the adrenaline and. Yeah, you're you're affecting the biome, intestinal permeability across. You know pathogens are easily more cross against the intestinal barrier and all the rest of it. So I always think when things go up, I think, well, well I don't want to open the door to all of it because that's what you're doing. You're opening yeah. the window to a swarm of bees Yes. when you heighten that stress. So, well, I don't want that. So, you know, I'm, that's going to be close. So I'm going to bring things down. I'm going to calm down. What can mm. I focus on it that is beneficial to me than what's going down? And that's, in, I think, in helping others. I think... Mm. when you reach out to help others and you're worrying about others, you're so less focused on worrying about yourself. Indeed. Mm. There we go. But yeah. Straightforward as that. Yeah, it is. So yeah, I think I just would ask people don't don't get conned into those mm. immune-boosting supplements, herbals, this, that, because what is the under... You know, let's 
go down, down, down. It's only that food that feeds those bugs, the beneficial microbes that operate the immune system. You just got to do that. It's like the foundation of your house. Yeah. You can keep, you know, fixing that plaster and that crack and all the rest of it, but it's the foundation yeah. you've got to look at if you really want the long-term and benefits. You find most of that in that frontile of the. Yeah, that's right. And the great thing about that is you can't really hoard that, can you? Because it goes off. No. So, <laughs> yeah. but it is. So when you really think about even what that is, it really represents a very natural flow. Does. of going in, getting what you need for the day in the fridge or the week, you know, perhaps something I've always shopped for a few days or a week. Um, so you can't hoard that. So it's a really nice area to be in because everyone's there just grabbing a bit, whereas those aisles can be a bit feral. So I don't one, tend yeah. to do that. And if you know, okay, might be a, you're not going to die if there's a bean shortage, but there is lots of dry beans and lentils that you can use, soak them yeah. and cook them. Yeah, so there's lots of options, but if you don't get your nuts and seeds or your beans and legumes for a few, a month or two, you're not going to You're not going to die. Those people in Namibia are surviving off tubers from the ground, about 90% of their diet, so they're okay. Mm. So, yeah. Natalie, thank you very much for your time. That's okay. Cheers. Thanks for having me. And a bit me. of social distancing. And a bit of social distancing. And air I-5. <laughs> <laughs>